Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to episode. What episode is this? Well, it's either 17 again or 18. 17 again. Yay. <laughs> I forgot about that, actually. So it really is 17 again for me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Of sustainable sustainability, though. I don't know if we clarified that or not. Okay. Well, everyone knows what it is. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, they thought this was a murder podcast. We can make it one. Well, we might actually. With Today our, it almost is. Almost for sure, yes. Um, anyway, that's getting ahead of ourselves. Hannah, how was your week? Um, it was good. Um, yeah, it was uh, not a super exciting week. Um, no. You were in your like first real week of your new job, right? Yeah, I've been updating people about my job for a month now on here, so yeah. might as well continue. <laughs> Correct. My first week of my first real shifts, and so it was very exciting. I'm working less days per week, but longer days, which is okay. great because then I save a lot on gas. Yes, and, and I'm not in traffic. Carbon emissions. Yes. Too. Yes. Yes. So that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but less podcast time to listen to podcasts. Oh, I know. So unfortunate. I'm actually really behind on most of my podcasts. So no. I'm sorry to then you everyone. have a full day, though, now that you can just like... Yeah. One day a week, I don't do a thing. I just sit in the darkness <laughs> and listen to podcasts. You don't even open your eyes. You just, Absolutely not. Alexa, play. <laughs> I don't have Alexa, but... Oh, I do, and it just turned on. But oh. it, it, it silenced itself, so... Oh, nope, it did not. Alexa, stop. This is not a ad for Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a happy accident. Well, yes. two sustainable things I did. Number one, drove less. Perfect. <laughs> Number two, I rode my bike. Not not really in place of driving. More for fun. Yeah. But, you know. But if you weren't riding your bike for fun that day, you would probably be driving somewhere to do something fun. Correct? Perhaps, perhaps, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the only sunny days that we've had in a while. Yeah. needed to get right outside. I needed that vitamin. Especially right after all that rain. It was flooded. Yeah. Everything was flooded. Yeah. I tried to drive home one of the days. Trees on the road. Shopping no. carts in the road. What? Wind Anarchy. whipping. Oh my gosh. Flooding everywhere. Accidents everywhere. <laughs> I not was, happy accidents. It was felt like doomsday. Honestly. Oh, wow. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Hannah, stop getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay. Well, how was your week? Um, it was It was all right. It was good. Um, uh, I don't... I, I mean, we, I saw the movie The Gentleman. Um, I'm not familiar. It It was good. It was oh, good. I watched the Oscars. Oh, I did not watch the Oscars, which is disappointing, but... Yeah. Um, Have were you, you happy? watched Parasite? Yes. Oh, we watched Parasite like two weeks ago. It's, so good. Yeah, it's a perfect film it it deserved all those wins and more i would Honestly, argue <laughs> it was, i thought this year was cool too because it was like for the oscars there were like three or two to three wins per movie and parasite got four wins yeah there was nothing that was like getting all the awards and stuff so it was kind of like it was cool you love that equally distributed <laughs> award season i do i i hate it when i'm like watching the oscars and i'm like okay the same five films are nominated for every category and one film wins the majority of the awards mm, yeah that's always like okay great cool oh what's gonna win again oh it's gonna be Birdman. yeah it is <laughs> um anyways you saw a movie what but, else did you do this week um oh um so i didn't do much sustainability uh stuff this week but i did do something very the opposite of sustainable um let's hear it the uh, I left a Sharpie in our laundry. Um, now, 
just a quick question. Yeah. How did it get there? Well, it was in one of my aprons and happened to go into the washer and then happened to go into the dryer and the cap happened to fall off. And <laughs> oh, no. so our dryer has lots of marks all over it. But more than that, um, Manuel and I both have clothes with a bunch of black spots on them now. Oh. Um, and gonna have to replace some of those things uh, now because some of them are. Some of them, I mean, I don't really care if certain things I wear with like spots on them. However, um, like nice dress shirts and stuff like that. Ooh. It was rough. So, but hopefully we can thrift some of those things. Um, I've actually already. Um, Emmanuel has this really like nice Patagonia jacket that he likes a lot. Um, it was in there. It was in there. <gasps> Um, and I'm going to try to find something on, like, Poshmark that's at least really similar. Yeah. Um, that way I can be a little bit sustainable about replacing it, but still replace it. I mean, it was a thrifted jacket anyway. Oh, so, cool. Um, it's not like it needs to be new or anything, but it does need to be, not have all these black spots all over it. That's so, a true travesty. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. So sorry. I felt so bad, too. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, I, I, it was rough, <laughs> but we got through it. So yeah. Yeah. You're getting through it yeah. and you're going to be okay. I mean, yeah, it's not like we accidentally shot someone. So that's pretty good. Did you? <laughs> not, <laughs> not on this podcast channel. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Oh, okay. Anyway. You did say it might be about murder. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, well, what are we talking about? We've been alluding all morning to it. All morning. All afternoon. <laughs> it's 4 p.m. It's 4.41 p.m. Um, the Doomsday Glacier. What? Yeah, the Doomsday Glacier. Um, one of my favorite, a side note, last week while we were deciding what we were going to do our podcast on, um, we decided we were talking about Doomsday, and then we started talking about plants, and <laughs> Hannah texted me, Doomsday can wait! <laughs> Um, which is pretty funny. Doomsday can wait, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Um, so what is the Doomsday Glacier, Hannah? Oh my goodness. All right. Let's get into it. The Doomsday Glacier, um, the real name of it is called the Thwaites Glacier, I think. Yeah. Thwaites? Thwaites. T-H-W-A-I-T-E-S. So maybe Thwaites, maybe Thwaites. <laughs> uh, maybe Thwaites. Oh. Um, you have to have that enunciation. Yeah. Um, but probably just Thwaites. Yeah. Um, it's a glacier that's located in West Antarctica. And it's one of the glaciers considered most at risk for collapse over the next century, which is how it got the name Doomsday Glacier. Oh, no. Yeah, the, the nickname also becomes uh, comes from it being one of the uh, fastest melting glaciers in Antarctica, um, and from its large size. Fastest so. melting and large size is really not a good combo. <laughs> not really, no, no, we don't like that combo. Oh my goodness. Scientists have studied this specific glacier with growing concern over the past decade, especially about the connection between the, the glacier and the bedrock it sits on. So obviously there's bedrock underneath it, you know, layers yeah. of the earth <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and um so the glacier sits on top of that got you and i, I think i um, know is that it's not necessarily just the air temperature the solar radiation that's causing the glacier to melt but also as we talk about as i feel like most people have heard most of a, gl a glacier is what's underneath the water or maybe mm -hmm. that's an iceberg 
either way, the analogy <laughs> works perfectly. Um, but the water that's underneath the glacier is uh, is warm too, and that is causing it to uh, melt a lot faster. Yeah, as warmer water pools up underneath the glacier, it can hollow out from beneath the ice. So, like, if it's hitting the base of the glacier, then it's basically removing the base, and it can cause issues down below it's like jenga you don't go for the bottom of the tower you go for the Mm. things up top yeah so if you go for the things at the bottom what happens hannah everything collapses and everyone dies exactly (laughs) the sea level rises um the situation was exhibited um when last year scientists uh did a uh big old uh What's it called when they drill? Oh, drill. They did a big old <laughs> drill <laughs> into the glacier. Um, and they found a cavern two-thirds the size of Manhattan, um, nearly a 1,000 feet tall underneath that glacier. So Ooh. basically a giant cave under the glacier of just hollow space for um, potential collapse, which is not ideal. And like you said, like Jenga, if that means the base is getting tinier and tinier, it's not yeah, good you're for on what's above. One... A little wooden, what's it called? Uh, Jenga piece? Jenga piece, (laughs) stick, a block. One little wooden block at the bottom there. We don't want, uh, we don't, we don't want the uh, glacier to fall. Yes, exactly. Um, They have also now discovered the water making contact with the glacier, especially on the base. Um, At the grounding line is more than two degrees warmer than the glacier itself. Yikes. And so... You would expect that water would be warmer than the glacier since it's in a liquid state, but two degrees is a larger variance than it has been in the past and then it and that it would be expected. Got you. The water is thirty two degrees, which is above freezing for that location. So yeah, so I think the freezing point is a little bit different um, depending on where you are in the world. Um, we kind of think of thirty two degrees Fahrenheit as like as freezing. Um but that actually depends on your uh, distance above sea level, um, as well as your like latitude and longitude, I believe. Oh, okay. So um, the Arctic is kind of scary. Yeah. 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 Um, the glacier has actually been melting since the 1990s, which is not that long ago that it really started melting. Yeah. Um, but the ice loss has almost doubled in the past 20 years. It's lost 35 billion tons of ice a year. Wow. That's a lot. Um, that kind of melt can increase how much the glacier is exposed to warm water too. So if like you're you're melting and the water's rising a little bit, um, it's creating more of a surface area too to um, see how to, to melt the glacier even faster, which is crazy. Yikes! Not Yikes. good. Not good. Um, the amount of water flowing out of the Thwaites. Thwaites. How do we say it? I think we said Thwaites, but you can say Thwaites if you want. That sounds like Hades. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> and nearby glaciers has nearly doubled over the last 30 years. Yikes. So it's, it's melting harder, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> you might say. <laughs> the Doomsday Glacier melt already accounts for approximately 4% of all current global sea level rise. So four percent, like that, the four percent, four out of a hundred doesn't seem that like that much. However, when you consider like the fact that there's a lot of water out there, that's a lot. I'm, it's bad news. It's bad news I'm bears. Say it. And just earlier this week, um, I saw this like story all over Twitter that Antarctica hit a uh, high temperature wise. It was like sixty four degrees. Yeah, and it was like warmer there than Miami and some other places that we generally <laughs> consider 
warm. It was definitely like double how warm it was here. Honestly, those scientists out there were probably like, oh, heck yeah, let's go out and sunbathe, you know? Oh, oh I'm sorry, you're in Miami, it's raining there, boo-hoo. <laughs> They're posting vacation pictures on the Arctic stuff. Circle. <laughs> Getting tropical. a tan on. It's upsetting that that's a tropical destination. <laughs> Hawaiian Airlines starts flying there. Oh, this is dark. Ouch. It doesn't Ouch. sound dark, but it sounds fun. But it is. But it is. How could you? (laughs) Well, Uh, okay, so all this sounds bad, but what exactly is the impact of the glacier melting, and specifically in this way where it's melting, like, around the base? Well, as the glacier melts, it may be undergoing an unstoppable retreat um, that has huge implications for global sea level global sea level rise. So as we said, it accounts for already for 4% of the global sea level rise, but we're not getting this glacier back anytime soon. So it's not going to stop there. Um, yeah. Which I think is kind of the, the scared, the scary part. We can't just, you know, pop it in the freezer. We and... can't just stop the, the, it from melting. Yeah. Right. Um, the ocean in Antarctica used to be just ocean and became a glacier over the past 100,000 years. And the fear is that, this is a sign that sea level could go back to what it was before the Antarctic glaciers. Got you. So if they keep melting, then we're going to see the level, the sea level just keep rising and rising and rising. Yeah, and we're going to all have to jump onto one continent and pretend like it's Pangea again. <laughs> when it's really just Europe. When it's really just Europe. <laughs> the smallest continent. <laughs> I think that something that's interesting about that is that um, it just became a glacier or antarctica just became glaciers over the past hundred thousand years which that's a long time obviously but it's not like millions or billions of years like other continents have formed you know it it relatively speaking is is a pretty short amount of time Mm. so if it can form in a hundred thousand years how fast can it melt you know like well and if we've already melted so much of it already in the last like 20 years then that's alarming yes that's that is insane exponential loss yes for sure um the thwaites glacier alone is considered to have contributed about four percent to total sea level rise since the beginning of the industrial area so um it's consistently been four percent of global rise all the way back to like the 1920s and 1930s i think that's when the industrial area era is sure um We'll go ahead and say that, or the 1800s, actually. It's 1800s, for sure, I think. I don't know. I don't know. This isn't a history podcast. Go to a history podcast, you guys. Well, this is a sign of how fragile the Western Arctic ice sheet could be in the decades to come, and should be an indication on how quickly sea levels could start to rise. Yeah. Um, Just because it's been melting so exponentially, like we said, and then that has a direct impact on sea level rising, because obviously it's not ice anymore. Mm-hmm. Water moves quickly, and you know those coastal cities. We're gonna get into that in a moment, but well, it's just it's just yeah. speeding up. Um, over the past like uh, what is it? The past few decades, um, about six hundred billion tons of ice have uh, have melted from Antarctica, and um, right now, this past year, it was about fifty billion. So if you do the math there. 50 billion um, in one year is a lot faster than 600 billion over a few decades. Yeah. Um, which is pretty insane. Um, if we keep at 50 billion year or 50 billion 50 billion uh, tons per year melting from the Antarctica, 
it would only take 12 years for uh, it to reach what it's ha reached over the past few decades. Well, I don't like that. No, we do not like that. And chances are it's just going to keep accelerating. So that's not good. Oh. We're going to slow down that acceleration. Please. Yeah. Um, it's especially scary because it is at an edge of the ice. Um, so this glacier we're talking about isn't like in the middle of the Arctic. It's in the western part of it. Yeah. And there's no large mountains or bedrock to stop it from causing massive sea level rise when one large chunk falls into the ocean or pieces of it continue to melt. Got you. So there's nothing like stopping it from a, stopping this glacier's melting from impacting like Miami or even north of that. Right. There's no natural barriers. Like some places there's like mountains or um, it's more in the middle of the Arctic Circle. It's and slightly so, contained. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it also has the chance to refreeze if temperatures drop mm -hmm. to appropriate levels. This one, it kind of, you know, once it's melted, it's out there Yikes. in the world and might be uh, in your back door soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, catch this glacier in your backyard. <laughs> oh, that's sad. It is. So the collapse of this glacier uh, would release a mass of water roughly the size of Florida or Great Britain if it fully melted and could raise global sea levels by more than three feet. Three so feet is enough to take out all the babies in the world. Uh, if they were all sitting <laughs> on the ground, it's taller than all of them. That's so concerning. <laughs> you so dark. I was trying to imagine how tall three feet was. I was like, yeah, that, that is takes tall. out everyone, you know? Everybody keep your babies away from the ocean. Keep them strapped to the ceiling. If your baby is less than three feet tall, <laughs> please move it at least uh, ten feet in from the sea level. Ten feet above sea level. Exactly. Current sea level. Because we want to be safe. Because there's other glaciers melting, too. So. Yeah. you, you got to be safe with yeah. these things. Yeah. There's a large margin. Get a stool. There. <laughs> Honestly, put it on the roof while you're at it. Just like, oh my God. right now, put your baby on the roof. And when it's and then everyone six will be feet safe. tall, <laughs> then let it down. Oh, no. Yikes. That's a bad comparison. I apologize to all of our listeners. All of our baby listeners. Oh. <laughs> Coastal cities are at a huge risk. In coming years, if this continues at the same pace, obviously coastal cities are going to be the ones that are most affected yeah. by this, um, especially coastal cities closer to Antarctica. Yeah. I believe Argentina might be the closest. Um, yeah, Argentina and Chile. Coastal country, yeah. Chile. Yeah. Oh, Chile. Every time I say Chile, I'm like, that just sounds like food. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> A Chile cheese dog. I'm going to order that the next time I'm at... Uh, <laughs> A hot dog stand? I don't know. <laughs> so rising sea levels are on track to affect about three times more people than uh, by 2050 than originally thought, um, which puts the number at 300 million homes that could be affected by global uh, by coastal flooding in the next 30 years. That's soon. That's very soon. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm hopefully going to be alive in 30 years. Hopefully. Yeah. That'll put me at, what, 54? Yeah, I don't want to die by 54. I'm gonna, Your home might say not it. be here. But I might not have a home if mm. I live in uh, the coast. That's insane. Yeah, and mm. this is also projected to get up to 630 million homes affected by 2100, the year 2100. 2100. What do you think we're going to say when we get there? Are we going to call, you know, like we're like 2020? Oh, shoot. Do you think we're going to call it 2100? I'm Do you guessing think we're call a it lot of people aren't going to call it anything. 2100. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's going to be gone. Because 630 million people. And that's, I feel like, so that number is affecting the current population, 630 yeah. million. Our population is not going to stop growing, though. Right. So honestly, by that point, 
630 million, it could be way higher than that, which is Ooh. an insane thought. I'm, that's entirely, um, what's speculation? Is that the word? Yeah. But here's the other thing. That's how many homes it will affect. And, yeah. you know, as millennials, we'll never make enough to buy homes. Yeah. So I think we're safe. <laughs> yeah. Just buy apartments, guys. Exactly. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Why didn't they think of that? <laughs> but this, this... Hashtag sustainability. <laughs> <laughs> the only way is to stop rising sea levels. Yeah. We don't often see the effects of climate change in our day-to-day life because we have apartments. Um, <laughs> so taking a moment to realize that uh, what we are doing is having a huge impact on the planet is important um, and timely. Yeah. Um, like, it's very time-sensitive. <laughs> because, because it's doomsday. happening so fast. And We're I, laughing about this, but... It's not funny! <laughs> it's not funny, you guys. You guys. It's, okay. This actually really freaked me out because yeah. I felt like, first of all, we live in a pretty coastal area. Yeah. And it's happening fast. And they're just saying, basically, climate change is kind of too far gone to, to reverse any of it. But we could hopefully stop it by reducing carbon emissions. But it's terrifying that we could be underwater in not too many years because a lot of them, a lot of the projections I feel like are like 2100 or years that seem farther out mm-hmm. 2050 is very soon yeah like, it is yeah we're the same distance from 2050 as we are from 1990 <laughs> is that Jeez. right yeah that's right. that is correct yeah so is there like anything that we can do about this like I, I know that we just talked about how it's not it's it's not going to retreat like this glacier is just going to continue melting but what can we do like the problem is that really the only thing we can do is tackle climate change and global warming we can't really do anything specifically for the region as like non-arctic scientists yeah and so support um, your arctic scientists that's what we can do i don't know how to do that but Go Arctic Scientists. There we go. Rename all sports teams Arctic Scientists <laughs> the Arctic so they feel scientists. valued and everybody wants to become one. Okay. I'm in for that plan. <laughs> Proposal. <laughs> um, and then Seattle doesn't have a, a basketball team. We could have the Seattle Arctic Scientists. Yeah, if we ever get one again. I like that. Yeah. Oh, our, our, our NHL team. Do we have a name for it yet? No idea. Okay. Do, don't know a thing about sports. Well, we're getting an NHL team. That's hockey. Yeah. Um, and yep. uh, when we get one, it's now going to be called the Arctic Scientist, which makes sense for hockey. So okay, yeah, it yeah. does. It does, dude. I'm writing this to the mayor. Okay. Yeah. You might have to go bigger than the mayor. But... Oh dang! What the NHL? But I'll is sign the NHL off. Bigger than the mayor. Yeah, <laughs> okay. actually, probably. But what um, we can do something we've talked about before is advocating, and so the main thing I would say is advocate for regulation on harmful industries, yeah. fossil fuel industries, anywhere that's doing any sort of fracking or drilling can have huge effects all the way down through the Arctic. Um, with rising sea temperatures and then yeah. also levels. So that's the number one thing. Try to stop the problem at sources. Um, but yeah. there's also other things you can do as an individual. You For can instance, go ahead. Oh, well, drive less, obviously. Like, yeah. You're doing that already. So Ugh, congrats barely. to you. But by one day. So are you. So are you. Actually, I am. Wow, cool. Yeah. I'm, and when it gets nice, I'm going to walk. I keep saying that. I, I, I was like... It doesn't matter if it's raining or not. I'm going to walk. Now I'm like, well, when it gets nice, I'm going to walk to work. <laughs> I should just freaking start walking to work, which I'm going to do you. soon. Okay. Um, you can also invest in alternative energy or use yeah. it when you have the option to yeah. do that. 
That's for sure. I know that right now, um, Puget Sound Energy in uh, um, King County, but not in Seattle, but in King County, um, which is where we live. Um, you can like donate money each time you pay your uh, electric bill. Pay your electric bill. Yes, that's what it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that way they can help like invest in uh, renew more renewable options and stuff like that. And then I know that in Texas, when I lived in Dallas, um, you buy you choose your own energy provider. Um, and there's cheaper options. There's more expensive options. Um, there's uh, certain amount a certain policy or is it policies certain programs where you pay per watt but there's also certain po uh po i can't speak in programs programs yeah programs yes there's certain programs where uh that source your energy from different places and some are more sustainable than others so cool. you might consider looking into those yeah um as well as like in your own home just buying uh more energy efficient options as well yeah so light bulbs wall i mean um Window coverings, things like yeah. that. Yeah, more energy efficient walls too. Yeah, yeah. I'd replace all of them. Yes, please. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then other personal choices that will help reduce your carbon footprint are eat less meat, use less water, unplug electronics when it's not in use, listen yeah. to all of our other tips at Sustainable Sustainability. Yeah. And do listen. everything we say. If you haven't listened to episodes one through uh, 17, version one, <laughs> um, <laughs> go ahead and do that. And then um you'll get lots of different tips oh yeah, yeah yeah and send us any other tips that you have obviously there's so many out there i have a yeah. couple of books that are like sustainability 101 ways or 500 ways things what? like that I'll, you have I'll, books? Bring them. I'll bring them I'll should we you. talk about what what well never mind we'll get to that later yeah well i think that's actually all the information that we have right now it was an action-packed episode yeah it honestly, really was we, I feel like we got to a lot of stuff. Oh in yeah, this past twenty five. At minutes. least we scared people a lot, probably because I'm scared of the Doomsday yeah. Glacier. But because of that, this is an early dismissal episode, I guess. Yeah, early dismissal. <laughs> yeah. The best days of elementary school. Heck yeah. <laughs> okay, well with oh. that, we'll. Uh, Should we rate the rate uh, the Doomsday Glacier? <laughs> what? You know I, what? I think it's trying its best. Honestly, it's not its fault. I'm giving it an A. Um, I'm giving us humans a. Uh, D minus. D minus. <laughs> I'm not going to give us an F because I feel like we have our best intentions, but we can do better. Antarctica sure. is trying its best. Okay. It doesn't deserve this. It does not. We have to do better. We have to treat it better. But we do. Otherwise, all the humans will be gone. I know I can treat you better. <laughs> okay. See you all next week. This has been sustainable sustainability. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>